When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi. Welcome to High Theory. In this podcast, we get high on the substance of theory. I'm Kim Adams. And I'm Sharonik Boshu. We are two tired academics trying to save critique from itself. So today I'm talking to my friend Diane about Afro-pessimism, but before we get into it, I'm going to ask Diane to introduce herself and her work. Hi, I'm Diane. I'm currently a graduate student at the Graduate Center at Sydney University of New York. I study Black geographies, and um, I'm also doing critical migration studies, critical border theory, things like that. That is brilliant. And I can imagine that right now you must be very, very busy trying to sort of think through the moment that we're going through. But I'm going to ask my first question, which is, what the heck is Afro-pessimism? It's such a great question to ask, um, especially right now um, in a movement when people are, you know, trying to synthesize what's happening. Many writers have been contributing to what is considered uh, Afro-pessimist thought. But what I've kind of consumed is that, you know, Afro-pessimism complicates and organizes us to understand Black subjectivity within an anti-Black world. It stretches out our minds to the depths of what it can mean to deny one person's humanity, but it also pushes us to consider what humanity should or could be. Right. So because this is like, our format is shortness. And so if you had to, like, sorry, sorry about that. But if you had to express the generative aspects of Afro-pessimism in like one sentence, what would that sentence be? Yeah, Afro-pessimism lets us really understand how fucked up Black life can be on this planet. Mm -hmm. And I feel that, you know, and maybe this is because I'm like a low-key nihilist. So difficult not to be low-key nihilist right now. (laughs) Not high-key, though, because I'm positive and I have Black joy. But I think that, who knows, in a year from now, we'll see what people say. But some of the spectacle of the movement, right, has forced people to kind of reconsider what people really said that they were going to do or what they meant when they said that they supported Black Lives Matter. And that, the kind of disappointment from seeing the spectacle and not seeing the results that we know can kind of ensure <laughs> healthy Black life has, has caused for people, I think, to kind of go back and reread some of this theory to kind of understand why these limitations or, or blocks, mind blocks are existing in terms of people orienting themselves to want to support Black liberation. Yeah, and like we've been having the conversation about, you know, performative wokeness. Yeah. And it can be very disheartening to realize on a granular le- granular level and also like if it hits you like a lightning bolt to what extent this is you know 
surface and to what extent the um it, it would take even like a, a step further in order to sort of actuate the kind of uh support that you claim to you know give definitely i guess this is not uh, a bad time to ask my second question which is how do we use afro pessimism right so ask the question very very sort of in a in a situated way is that how does this movement faced with both um hostility from one side and a kind of performative uh but not actual support from another side how do we how do how does the movement use afro pessimism i think afro pessimism forces us to think through the spectacle and look at pattern yeah. so as we you know the country garnered itself around george floyd and you know people were rightly in on and shock the afro pessimist would say okay well we did this 12 years ago <laughs> with Trayvon Martin and we did yeah. this in 2001 with Amadou Diallo and we've done this at the end of reconstruction and <laughs> so it's it's these these uh continuities um right and thinking through what the spectacle actually does for the psyche um mm. the psychological effects of how we relate to whiteness whether as racialized people or if you're racialized as white so it also forces us to go beyond the political and uh ask further questions as to why we're orienting ourselves around the spectacle or why are we shocked <laughs> why are we not shocked yeah can i just like because you you said a phrase that really opens up so many things which is beyond the political yeah and we you know very simply put right now you know we are living in a moment where it is it is our bane but also it's our um it's necessary that the political bleeds into everything definitely you know our imaginaries beyond the political as you said is difficult to imagine for want of a better phrase but so i just want to ask you about what areas you would chart in that you know realm beyond the political yeah i think it all orients itself back to the political definitely but at what extent right so what afro pessimism also does is it asks us to think through not only le- the legitimacy of political political action right so you know looking at the democrats and mm-hmm. saying well what the fuck like you guys are <laughs> why are you giving us joe biden right now <laughs> like i don't that that doesn't seem like the answer um yeah. but also to 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 think through okay what what is the true trajectory of this po- this political project where did it stem from and for the afro pessimist it goes all the way back to you know real political moments in the US where race became the 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 common language to articulate other political problems um whether if it was class based not to say that they're not um they don't intersect but to say that like for example when you had immigrant groups coming to the US in the mid 1800s race became a way to mitigate those conversations of how these new people could be integrated into the white structure which afro pessimism also reminds us that whiteness is also ever changing and is a process and through that process comes new forms of anti-blackness right that processing of anti-blackness is meant to reify whiteness yeah and like you know i i read the article that you wrote called a call to mo- call for morning 
Oh. And I I really like this sentence. Uh, you said, we are part of a society that is always crumbling and acts like we cannot see the rubble. The Rastas call it Babylon. The capitalists call it, call it their free market. We are in spiritual warfare. We are in spiritual warfare. And that I think that was a real opening up because there is a sudden collapsing of everything right now into the political. But at the same time, you know, not least for sort of self-preservation and... Um, to borrow a phrase from um, capitalism, self-care. <laughs> Just to sort of preface my next question with the article that you wrote, which uh, we will be linking in the show notes, how does Afro-pessimism save the world? Uh, Afro-pessimism saves the world by us asking us if this is the world we really want. So it, it kind of it makes us reconsider what this world is, <laughs> and it pushes us to... Think about how we actually create a new world that we all can live in. Right. And uh, and also, I know that you didn't want to link it, but if you don't have an objection, I also want to sort of get a sense of what your understanding is um, about the you know Venn diagram between Afro-pessimism and Afro-futurism, because you're talking about futures right now. So Yeah, yeah. Um... Afrofuturism is cultural practice. It's an art practice that I believe can be informed by Afro-pessimism. The ma- magic isn't the best word, but the... We can use the word magic. We can use the word magic. Okay. Absolutely. Well, the magic of Afrofuturism is that the opening goes beyond Earth. The temporalities which we can play with in Afro-pessimism. Mm-hmm. The temporalities in Afrofuturism are indefinite. And so what that does for us is it gives us new scales toward how we think about liberation. It, it pushes us to think about the past. It gives us space to mourn the past. It gives us space to feel comfortable about who we are in, in the present. But it really allows us to have joy in what the future will bring. Yeah. I think that Afro-pessimism, and people get really thrown off by the title, right? Afro-pessimism. Well, they're pessimistic. They don't care. (laughs) But I think instead what Afro-pessimism asks us to do is to really, really expand how we think about the current and Afrofuturism is is like, it, let's expand the current for sure. <laughs> but also let's hope and let's dream. Yeah. And and both are necessary. Both are necessary. Because if you can't figure out your current, you can't dream for the future. So. Yes, absolutely. If you have to, uh, I keep giving you ultimatums. I'm so sorry. I love them. But if you had to, you know, in the, in the last minute that we have okay if you had to create a very very short reading list what would go on that yeah so there was this really great reader that came out it's called afro pessimism and introduction and it came out by racked and dispatch Mm. uh they're like a low-key like small press and they did this wonderful collection of different texts from afro pessimists uh i think that's the the way in for sure Mm. Even before uh, uh, Frank Wilderson's like new book, Afro-Pessimism. Brilliant. That was really short and sweet. Thank you okay. so much, Diane. Thank you. And thank you 
for listening to High Theory. If you like our podcast, please review and subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, Patreon, or wherever you get your podcast fix. You can also find us at hightheory.net. Owen Quinn composes our theme music, and Kim Adams and Sharonic Bosu edit our audio. We hope you have a highly theoretical day. <laughs> <laughs>